Entertainment with Steven and Sean. What are you doing tonight? Welcome back everybody. This is Afternoon Entertainment with Steven and Sean. I'm Sean. And I'm Steven. What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? Uh, so we're back with, uh, well we're not back. We just started. Uh, but my brother Michael is here. Um, and so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Michael? My name is Michael. <laughs> I reside in Abilene, Texas, where <coughs> I go to school <coughs> at Hardin-Simmons University. Whoop. Tell us more. I'm an elementary education major, and I work for Pine Cove during the summer. Cool. You know, we're taking a poll of all the majors, mm-hmm. the people we meet. What education. Do you, what, uh-huh. what do you feel like is the most uh, defining thing about you? Um, probably my shoulders. <laughs> yeah, they're very broad. They're very broad. They're what, very big. What brands do you have on right now? What brands? Yeah, what brands? brands? Looks like Nautica. Nausicaa. I, I don't know. And I don't know. Yep. And probably Fruit of the Loom. Oh, nice. Nice. Cool. Nice touch. Yeah, definitely Steven's brother. Wait, why? I don't wear Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> you were Haynes. All the way, How do you baby. know that, Michael? Definitely so our, probably our had to borrow something, or my parents oh, have gave us go. the wrong boxers before. Well, I was going to say, my parents <laughs> buy my underwear every Christmas. That's what you get for Christmas? They put yeah. it in our stockings. In our stocking. Oh, nice. So it's like a tradition. So yeah. that's why I wear the type of underwear. I didn't really choose it because it's the most comfortable to me. They just bestowed it upon just, us. Yeah, they kind of chose okay. for so me. So, Michael, at, uh, at Harden, Harden Simmons, do they have. What are you doing? I don't know. Do you have uh, do y'all have like weird traditions like, um, they, like they do here at A and M? We have a few. Uh, we have a dog grave that's a fire hydrant painted purple and gold, and it's called Dammit's Grave, after a dog named Fritz um, that used to bump into the cook of the president, and the cook would always yell Dammit, so the dog's name was Dammit, except for on Sunday when it is named Fritz. You know what? I think that might be the first time anyone has used profanity on our program. It's not profanity, it's the name of a dog. It's different. Argue, arguable, debatable. Anyway. Controversial. Controversial. <laughs> um, not really many football traditions. Our football team is not the greatest, but we do. You um, have a football team? We do have a football team. Division three competes with Mary oh. Harden Baylor, our rival. The Harden um, Simmons Blue Devils. The Harden Simmons Cowboys, correct. Oh, that's right, that's what I was saying, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But um, our Devils women's side. and men's soccer team <laughs> is untouchable. Really? Are they, really. But are they still Division Like three? from the 300? They're still Division three, but they're oh. still really good. Okay. They just don't really want to cool. move up. So uh, our question of the day today is, who's the greatest? I am. <laughs> uh, that's really? fair. I'm kidding. That's, that's not the greatest. It depends on what we're saying the greatest is. Greatest food? You. You tell us. You. I don't know. No, it's a, it has to be a person. Though. It has to be a person. Who's the greatest? You know, I want to say, I want to say what I want to say, but I don't want to say what I want to say. So I'm going to give you an answer. Walt Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney. Biz- biggest exploiter of child labor in the world. Correct. How about James Cameron? Oh, yeah, that guy. You yeah. know who that is? I do. He's the greatest. Who is he? Me? Oh, <laughs> Michael? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who he is. I just can't do it. He's the, the one that made the Left Behind movies. He also made Avatar and Titanic. What? Really? Uh-huh. 
He was the director for Titanic. I did not know. And that. Avatar. And Left Behind. I don't know about Left Behind. Maybe I, mean, I, made I, that I believe up. you. Anyway, let's move on to our girl talk segment. What are we doing for that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still working on my sign. Yeah. We've been needing this for a long time. Technical difficulties. I was going to put experiencing. Mm-hmm. Hey, you guys want to be interviewed? Yes. Cool. Two longboarders just ran into each other. Yep. Hey, say your name into the mic. That's a mic there. Jason. Hey, Jason. Jason. Hey. hey, man. What are you doing tonight? Uh, well, what are you doing? Well, this is Afternoon Entertainment with Steven and Sean. I'm Steven. I'm Sean. And uh, we're just a couple of guys uh, trying to spread the word. Spread the word about? Well, right exactly. Now, right now, I'm working on this sign. <laughs> exactly. Yep. We're just spreading the word. If I can hold this up, <coughs> um, this is true. Yeah. No, we're, we're a podcast. We're on iTunes uh, and Twitter and Facebook. And so we just talk to people about things. Anything at all. Yeah, what do you, what do you want to talk about, Jason? Let's talk about... Oh, what's oh. the quality of being superficial called? Let's talk about us. Us? No, okay, that's the name of a song I was just thinking oh, of. Oh, right. What's the quality of being superficial called? Superficiality? The, the quality? Yes. Like the qualitative clause? The qualitative quality of being superficial. Uh, I'm using this in it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would if I knew what the word was. No, but put put blank where the word okay. would go. Tonight That's we're gonna talk about blank. That is superficiality. Superficial. <laughs> Super superficiality. Let's spell this right. Huh? Experiencing. Which is what? Okay. That's a hard word. What is superficiality? No, I know what it is. Let's just talk about it. So, um, something I've noticed recently is it seems like a lot of the things... Can you scoot a little closer to the mic, actually? Yeah. There you you go. Go. Are you guys listening to me through your headphones? Yep, yep. Yeah, we okay. sure are. Cool. We're sure monitoring are. everything through this little black box. Got it. Uh, well, something that I've been thinking about a lot recently is the, um, is the conversations we have with other people, which is kind of strange that I would run into you guys. Today. Yeah, that's we crazy, like man. We do. And it seems to me like so many people are so concerned with superficial things. Like, uh, and you know what I'm talking about. The great, the late and great George Carlin talked about it a lot in some of his stand-ups. It's just the things you say to each other. They don't really hold any weight, and you're not really that interested. I'll walk up to you and say, hey, how are you doing? What was your name again? Steven. Hey, Steven, how are you doing today? And you're like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? But you didn't really tell me anything about yourself. Unless you I was really doing, doing well. well. You just gave me that default yeah. run-of-the-mill answer that, that, that we so often spew to each other. Or I say, what do you think about it? What do you like to do? And you tell me, well, uh, I study in my spare time and I watch movies and I go to the park. But, I mean, you didn't really tell me what makes you tick and what, what inspires you and who you want to be as a person. And, and I want to know, I guess my question for you guys is, are those the kind of things that a lot of people do think about, in your opinion, or that we should be thinking about? And, and, and how do you strive to hold conversation with other people when you do? Do you settle for those superficial answers or do you bug people until you can get something worthwhile? Yeah, I mean, Sean's really passionate about this, actually. Well, it's kind of, I guess, the whole point of afternoon entertainment. Yeah. Um, so I'll let him well, go ahead and respond. I think that you're, uh, you're really hitting on a cultural uh, nuance 
that we experience probably daily and <clears throat> I think that uh, yeah I mean it's not most people seem like I don't know I think it depends on are you talking to someone that you already know really well because that's yeah, different even. than if a, if you were to go up to you know a classmate that you just met the first week of classes and ask the same question uh, the the level with which the expectation is for uh, an authentic response depends on your relationship with that person I think uh, purely from a cultural standpoint I think I think uh, also if you're uh, but if you're saying like if you're asking should that should it be the same between a complete stranger or an acquaintance versus a good friend uh, I think that that's up for opinion perhaps issue also um, that yeah what are, what are your thoughts Stephen? What, what is the question again <laughs> <laughs> I mean I had it but then I lost it somewhere uh, I guess I guess the question is let's say question I were to, let's say you were having a bad day and it's because something personal happened and you you're walking like through like what you got a bad grade uh, on a test let, no let's say your dog died right okay mm -hmm. that's a sad thing and it's bumming you out and you're I sad guess. and you're going through the lunch line and the lunch lady asks you hey how are you doing today and a lot of people say good how about yourself it's just the default response mm -hmm. um, to what to what degree would you choose to divulge the truth and to what degree should another person really care anyway well uh, I would say in that scenario wait what happened to me again your dog died. My dog died. Right. Yeah, if that really bothered me. Um, yeah, I think like if I was talking to uh, a friend, uh, even if it was someone I don't know super well, I mean, I think I'd probably tell them I was how I was really doing, like I was upset or whatever uh, because my dog died. Um, but yeah, I think like if it's just uh, the lunch lady going through the line, I mean, it's just... That'd be a really weird place to have that conversation, you know. So those things should definitely be filtered. Yeah. According well, to social norms and yeah, according to social norms. Not to mention, like, uh, even like you're saying, a lot of people when they ask, they don't really want to know that. Um, and so, <clears throat> even just in the way people ask, I feel like it's pretty easy to tell that. Um, also, you know, anytime you share something personal about yourself, there's like a degree of vulnerability. Uh, that you're putting out there that you're saying like okay I'm gonna be vulnerable with you assuming that you do care that you want to listen to me that you want to love me um, and so if you don't I can leave feeling hurt or worse than I did and so I think that also kind of goes into like why maybe in a scenario someone or I might not uh, talk about that with a lunch lady because that's not really the person that's probably going to uh, love me the best or yeah. encourage me seems also to add to what you're saying Stephen seems <clears> like <throat> a lot of people already have a lot of that baggage of like putting themselves out there and being hurt mm. and so they're less likely as they get older to do with random people exactly yeah because of the fear uh, or yeah because yeah. I mean even like going through school you know it's like you're kind of conditioned into that even like uh, and how like kids respond to each other and yeah uh, totally I mean everyone has those experiences okay. So then going off on a tangent here, let's assume then that you're close with somebody or okay. that you've been close with somebody and, and you want to have conversations with them. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I get frustrated sometimes when I know people who are pretty well 
and I want to see how they're doing. And then they still recycle those answers. I'm like, I know you've got more to say, and I'm close with you, so you yeah. can't say it. And they won't share. What are your thoughts and opinions on those sort of things? That seems a little sad. Yeah, it does seem really sad. It is. It's, yeah. It troubles me. I mean, I think that... Um, so I think there's always this degree... Well, uh, I would say maybe our answer would be a little biased. Um, maybe. But, uh, I mean, Sean and I, we're both Christians. And we uh, are part of a church in town. And uh, we have these things called home groups, which are small groups of people. Um, and then within those home groups, we have these things called life groups that are like these smaller groups of people, like two to three, four people. And that's like all we do, actually, is just talk about what's going on with our lives. So even we just had that last night. And so so we actually talk about that regularly. Um, even Sean and I, we meet up every week and we talk about like, the hard things that are going on in my life or the good things too you know um yeah. and so to me my answer would be like man it's frustrating and why that might might that be and i think for me it's like i feel comfortable doing that with sean uh because i uh i mean one i have a relationship with with jesus christ and so i like know that uh i'm loved and i'm cared for and that like his opinion of me is like a really high one you know like he made me so he like loves the things about who I am so you know even if I get Jesus, hurt not me right. yeah with Jesus <laughs> right, yeah right and so like even if, yeah so even if I get hurt or even if someone rejects me it's like well but that doesn't affect like my worth or my willingness to put myself out there again um, but at the same time because I know like Sean's a Christian as well I know his desire is to care for me. And so it makes me want to share with him because I know his desire in return is to care for me. Um, and so there's just security there. And so it makes me want to share with those people because it's like uh, a safe place where I know like I won't be judged. And uh, like, you know, cause we all have like dark things in our lives and our past or what we would call sin, you know, uh, different things like that and it's like really vulnerable and everyone feels like man this is like bad it makes me feel bad about myself and who i am and i don't want people to know that it makes me feel weak uh even within even within that structure um but yeah it's just like the more we're open and like i just know like no it's safe and nothing bad's gonna happen and i just think most people haven't had that experience or haven't had people that like just want to listen to them and love them without any strings attached you know and yeah it's, it's it's a it's a good observation on your part because i think you know if people tried to strive to be a little bit more genuine and and care uh, i don't want to say caring because you can't expect everybody to care or everybody to uh and not everybody should necessarily you know one person has the right to tell somebody else how they should think or feel but if everybody just kind of really paid attention to what what someone had to say yeah um you know, if somebody, if next time you ask somebody, you know, how is your day going? And they gave you a superficial answer. Maybe just dig a little bit more and say, like, oh, tell me about it. You know, what happened to you today? Or I don't know. Just show somebody that you genuinely care because that can go a long way to helping somebody. Yeah. Um, you know, spread positive uh, energies and whatnot. I was also going to say, like, <clears throat> you know, even what Steve, just going off what Stephen was saying, like, I think we would say, like, 
according to the Bible, we believe that what you're talking about is impossible outside of having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Like, Michael's leaving. See you, Michael. See you, Michael. That was my brother. Uh, it's impossible for people to genuinely care about other people and like without Jesus yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think so yeah I believe that just <clears throat> and um, and that you know even according to the Bible community is the place where we're striving to be authentic with each other um, yeah and like and everybody needs that you know I really want to this brings up a next a next uh, question I have for you guys okay I know you've been talking about Jesus and your relationship with him yeah. and your relationship with Christianity um, you said you said people can't care about other people without Jesus, mm-hmm. according to your your beliefs. Well, yeah. wait, wait, why? Let me clarify. What we believe is that it's impossible to genuinely love other people without. I, I would without say, Jesus yeah, I would say the reason why <clears throat> is um, because I think it's impossible to have like a pure motivation. So, kind of what we believe is that, like, you know. Everyone, so like even from my own life it's like I mean everyone wants to be loved and known like you're saying like there's a desire I think in every person to be known completely you know like for, uh, in like a safe way like to have someone know everything about you and like still love you you know and uh, so for me I mean even maybe you've had like relationships in the past with friends or a girlfriend or whatever and so it's like I mean really no one no person can like love me the way I want to be loved every second of like every day you know like no one can feel me like um, if that makes sense so it's like yeah maybe I want uh, you know a relationship I have or like even a friendship like I have with Sean like I want that to be fulfilling or fulfill me but the truth is is like there's always going to be conflict like there's always going to be things that like Sean doesn't like in me or like I don't like in him or whatever and so the truth is is that like it's not it's never going to be perfect it's never going to be like all the way what i want uh but kind of what we believe is that like but jesus is everything that we want like he's like the only one that can fill us and fix us i mean because we believe that's what we are made for Mm -hmm. even like each person was made for that like there's something in us that was created for that and so it's like you know even i remember being in high school or making friendships or whatever and like there's always a degree of like what am I getting out of this like what's the purpose like am I trying to get to know you like maybe you're a cool guy and I want to get to know you so like then I'll feel cool or I can get in with your friends or like there's always like an element it feels like of like personal gain because it's like we're looking for that fulfillment we're looking for like um something more you know uh and so I I think like kind of what we would believe though is that like uh you know, the reason we say the only way to do that genuinely is with Jesus is because, like, well, I'm already filled. And so it doesn't matter to me if you hurt me or reject me or uh, because I don't have, there's nothing I, I need from you, you know, or there's yeah. nothing like that. Well, uh, then I've got another question Okay, for go you. for it, man. Why do you love Jesus? It's a great question. Yeah, you can, you can answer that one if you want, Sean. <clears throat> The reason that I love Jesus is because of what he's done in my life, the experiences I've had uh, in a spiritual context, and uh, even just in my physical and emotional life. I feel like um, he's just changed who I am, 
too, and I, I can clearly see that. Um, and you know it, what those changes and those emotions you felt were caused by Jesus. Yeah. Like without a doubt, because of your faith, I assume? Yes. Okay. My faith in Him, and, and even the process of, uh, even like what we were saying, or what I said before, like, you know, according to the Bible, we're meant to, through community, live out and, like, uh, practice authentic relationships. Through, through this, the same process and that, that journey, the spiritual right. journey that I've been on since I've been in a relationship with Jesus Christ. But just to, just to really folk, or pinpoint those key, those, key, those key reasons you love Jesus. You love him for the things he's done for you that have made you feel better emotionally and physically. No, no, no. Uh, more like uh, the things that he's done to change who I am. To change and sculpt who you are. Yeah. That's why you love Jesus. Yeah, my character. I mean, that's one of the reasons. Okay. Uh, I feel like... Uh, I mean, even like what Stephen was saying, like I, I'm filled by him emotionally. I have okay. identity because of Jesus Christ. So, so he's given you identity and purpose. Yeah. Because of the way he sculpted and shaped your life and the th and changed changed it for the better. And that's why you love him. And from that, you're saying only true, genuine relationships can be developed through your relationship with Jesus because that's a model. And you have this relationship with Jesus because of how he's changed your life and sculpted your life and filled your vo void and, and, and helped you through hard times and things like that. Well, see, the interesting thing is here, fellas, I don't believe in Jesus, mm -hmm. but I'm not an atheist. I'm agnostic. And I haven't made up my mind how I feel religiously. But I think I hold genuine relationships with people. I think they are genuine. Yeah. And they're for the same reasons that, you, that, that what was your name again? Sean. Sean just, just said. It's because those people... You know, I don't, I don't love them. I like my friend Marcelo here. I don't love him because of the things. The hey, things Marcelo. How's it going, man? Yeah. I like your glasses, dude. They're pretty cool, man. Yeah, you got them for free at South by, right? Dude. Hey, Will's nice. calling. Oh, yeah, That's cool, man. And just tell him whatever Whoa. you need to tell him. I'll finish this up right quick. Anyway, I, you know, there are, there are flaws about Marcelo's shirt, and there are flaws about me, too. But, you know, I don't actually hate any of those things. I actually love him for those flaws. I think, mm -hmm. I think those flaws are what make him unique, and I accept him for every one of them, and I wouldn't hold them anything mm -hmm. against him. And I love him because he's been there for me since I was in high school, and he's, he's shaped my life for better or for worse. The mistakes he's made toward me, things he may have done to wrong me or ignore me, those affected who I became today. And I love him for that because I love who I am today as well. Yeah. And so I don't understand, I don't understand why you need to love Jesus in order to love other people and to have genuine relationships with them because... All the things that you described you love Jesus for, I love other people for. The same exact reasons. And if that's you know, if that's your sole motivation for loving him and for and the only way you can achieve true genuine relationships, then I've achieved true genuine relationships with those same exact thoughts and motivations and feelings towards humans, not Jesus. I mean all the people in my life that I love I feel the same way about. My parents, my friends, you guys. Um, not this you know, I don't want to get all weird on your podcast here and tell you I love you or whatever. But I appreciate you guys for, cool. for your thoughts and opinions mm -hmm. you shared with me today yeah. and the opportunity to speak with you because I'll walk away tonight and I'll think about this mm -hmm. and I'll think about the things you said and I'll reevaluate how I feel about the world and my surroundings and I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll be better off for it. You've sculpted my life in a unique way. And it's going back to that conversation I, I started earlier about superficial or superficiality. It's, mm -hmm. it's that kind of thing that just really, all right, I've got to go guys. But it's, <laughs> it's, that, it's that sort of thing that makes me mad because I think if people just open their eyes and realized, you know, you don't necessarily need to be affiliated with some sort of organized religion. You don't need to be Christian. You can be. I'm religious. I don't, I don't want to rub you guys the wrong way. Um, I'm agnostic, which means that I think Christianity is probably just as uh, legitimate as any other religion, paganism. Yeah. But um, I, I think what we should all try to do and strive for as humans 
is to find the common ground. You know, not the stuff that only you believe in or that only I believe in, because we'll never agree on our differences. You could ar we could argue about religion all day and our religious motivations. So instead of focusing on those differences, let's focus on the things that we do have in common. You know, I love yeah. people because of these reasons, and you love people because of these reasons. And when instead of focusing on those differences, let's focus on similarities, and we can make the world a better place. You know? Yeah, man. Anyway, hey, I gotta go, well, but I, I'd love to come back next Friday. And yeah, yeah, we're here guys. every Friday. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna ask too, man. Uh, like you, I mean, I know you said you're agnostic, but uh, I mean, is there anything we can be praying for you about, man? Yes, actually, I really appreciate it if you pray for my uh, dad. It yeah. just got told about a week ago he has a stage four pancreatic cancer. Wow. And Whoa. so um, that's intense, man. It's, it's really brought some you know new new questions into my life, especially spiritually and things like that. Yeah. But I know I know that something I do believe in energies. We're all made of this stuff, uh -huh. and you can project your positive and negative energies into the world around you. Huh? Yes. Take a left on George Bush. Anyway, those, those energies that we project in the world around us really affect each other. And, uh, and because I'm agnostic, like I said, I really haven't made up my mind about who's right in the big debate mm -hmm. on you know, religion. And so I ask everybody that can uh, put in put into their own personal belief system a word of hope or positive yeah. energy for me and my family. I really appreciate it. So, Is it, is it cool if we maybe pray for that right now before yeah, you sure. head out? Yeah, sure. Actually, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Go for it. Yeah, I'll pray. Uh, yeah, God, I just want to pray for Jason. It's really cool getting to talk to him right now, and um, yeah, I just I'm I, I'm just really thankful for his genuine interest in us and our opinions, God, and I just think it's really good, like his desire for truth to find like what's right and what's good and there's a lot of core people marching in the background uh but anyway god um i just want to pray for his father and his cancer god um yeah god just that you are are taking care of him god i mean i don't i don't know what's going to happen with that but i just pray for like a lot of comfort um for jason and his family i even pray for jason specifically god that like you would just fill him with like peace and even as he's saying like I'm searching more I'm like looking into religions like looking for hope and different energies God um, that he would just find like a lot of hope in you God and, uh, and just peace for the situation and I just pray for that for his dad as well God that he would find a lot of peace and uh, yeah but yeah God I just pray for that in the name of Jesus Amen Amen Thanks, guys. Really Dude, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, nice to, to meet you, man. Jason. Nice to meet you. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that wasn't a good handshake. It's great what you guys are doing. I really appreciate it. It's yeah, awesome. definitely, man. I'll come back next Friday. Cool. Dude, yeah, it'll be awesome. Cool. Take it easy, guys. Yeah, you too, so, man. So, are we done on time? Yeah, you want to close this out? Sure. Hey, what's up, man? Nice to meet you guys. Uh, yeah, hey, man. Nice to uh, Mar Marcelo? Yeah. Yeah. Marcelo. Steven. Steven. Yeah. Dude, nice to meet you, man. <coughs> okay. So, yeah, if you've been listening, just like we always do, uh, we talked about home groups, and uh, yeah, just uh, we believe according to what the Bible says, we're meant to live out community, and uh, we feel like uh, one place we can do that here is through our church of fellowship, and uh, with our small groups called, fel uh, wow, called home groups. <laughs> our home groups called Fellowship Church. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a weird home group yeah, name. Anyway, so if you're listening and you're interested in 
and uh, talking to us on our podcast about what a home group is and what it means to be a Christian. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, Man, all, well, all kinds of noises. Everything's tonight. happening yeah. right now. Uh, anyway, this has been Afternoon Entertainment with Stephen and Sean. I'm Sean. And I'm Stephen. What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? Afternoon Entertainment with Stephen and Sean. What are you doing tonight?